You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. Now, if you want proof, if you want proof that people will see what they want to see and hear what they want to hear, I've got it for you this morning. And it's to do with last night's leaders debate on TV3, which, um, by the way, blew last week's debate on TV1 out of the water, didn't it? Uh, Not just because Chris Hipkins appeared to be awake this time, but also because it had a much better structure and they didn't waste time talking about pointless questions about what book the two leaders are reading at the moment. Well, when was the last time they went to church? Sort of waste of time that was. Uh, Yes, there was quite a bit of Chris Hipkins and Christopher Luxon talking over each other, especially at the start, but Paddy Gow, who was moderating, he didn't let them get away with not answering questions, although there were a couple of times I thought, uh, he he realised he wasn't going to get an answer, uh, but that spoke volumes as it was, and so he let it be. In fact, someone texted me afterwards uh, last night saying that they thought Paddy was the winner on the night. But right from the start, Chris Hipkins showed that he had obviously listened to Helen Clark, who apparently called him up after last week's debate and said he'd been as weak as tea and needed to harden up. I I made that bit. I made the bit about. Him being weak as tea, I made I made that up. Uh, but it is being reported today that Helen Clark was so unimpressed last week that she got on the blower and gave Hip- Hipkins a bit of a talking to. Tell you what, he listened, didn't he? And he was much stronger last night, much stronger. And as always happens with these things, people are asked who they thought won the thing, which I'll get to. But first, I- I've got to say that aside from beating TV1 with the debate itself, TV3 also beat TV1 hands down when it came to the panel they put together to provide analysis afterwards. You'll remember last week how we had Toe Hanare and David Cunliffe going into overdrive with those sporting analogies, which was cringe material, wasn't it? Uh, last night, TV3 had Josie Bagani, Julian Wilcox and Janet Wilson, and there was zero sporting analogies, which was brilliant in itself. And as I say, the inevitable, the inevitable question was asked, who did they think won? And they all pretty much said Hipkins was the winner. I agree with them, though when they said that Hipkins performed more like an opposition leader and Luxon performed more like a prime minister, I thought they were um, on the money there. But overall, they thought that Hipkins was the winner. And then you read all the analysis by all the other political commentators and they're saying the same thing. Luxon wasn't necessarily bad, but Hipkins, he'd upped his game big time from last week and all the commentators saying that he was definitely the winner on the night. Which brings me to what I was saying earlier about people, especially, especially voters, seeing what they want to see and hearing what they want to hear. And the evidence today, or there is evidence today, that that is definitely what happens. There's an online poll running uh, this morning on the New Zealand Herald website asking people who they think won last night's debate. And the results so far are the complete opposite of what all the commentators are saying. When I last checked, 62% of people were saying that they thought Christopher Luxon won the debate and 32% were saying Chris Hipkins was the winner. Which I think's I think it says a lot about how effective these debates are when it comes to informing voters. I mean, I know they're promoted as being the big chance to find out which leader sings from your song sheet, but but I don't think they are that at all. Wherever you are on the political spectrum, how could anyone think that, based just on what we saw last night, how could anyone think that Chris Hipkins wasn't the winner on the night? Now, before you go nuts at me, yes, 
I'm just as tired of Labor as the next person. I'm just as cynical as you are of all the about turns Labor has done in the last few weeks, desperately trying to stay in government. And like most people, I think Labor's GST on fruit and veggie policy is lame. Its sudden interest in having more cops, I think it's rich, coming from a party that's been in government for the past six years. In fact, I'll go as far as saying that I, I don't think Labor even deserves another shot in government. But even then... I can still see Chris Hipkins' performance last night for what it was and acknowledge that, yes, he was definitely the winner on the night. But it seems, going by this poll on the Herald website, that the majority of voters can't bring themselves to do that and that the majority of voters watch things like these televised debates and see what they want to see and hear what they want to hear. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.